Welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast with Seema. My name is Seema Bhattaria and I help introverts overcome insecurity, show up confidently online and get visible. It's time to go from insecure to in demand. Hello there and welcome to a brand new podcast episode. Today I'd like to talk about shy people. <laughs> Any shy people in the house, raise your hand. I am one of them. I'm actually shy and anxious as well and I have lots of self-doubt. I have all those exciting traits. So, first of all, I'd really like to tell you that if you are shy, that's completely okay. If you are afraid to step out or if you aren't comfortable talking to people or you'd like to but you don't know how or you feel self-conscious, that is completely normal. So, I first want to normalize shyness because we sometimes get a bad rap and that is probably because a lot of people interchange introversion and shyness where they're not the same thing but what i've found after talking to a lot of people and from my own life experience is that as an introvert because you spend a lot of time alone sometimes spending too much time alone can make you too comfortable spending too much time by yourself and as a result you may be missing out on a lot of social skills that a lot of other people uh growing up gain and you feel as if you don't have the same skills and you start kind of fearing talking to people or feel awkward around people or start feeling self-conscious or think that you don't have what it takes to be around them or start comparing yourself and in my opinion this is fairly normal because when you do spend too much time alone when you are comfortable in your own company all of the time stepping out kind of seems like an effort talking to other people seems like an effort now being behind a screen or doing this from the comfort of your home does change a lot of things and kind of puts that barrier in place it kind of puts that safety mechanism of being behind a screen and not having to be in person for a lot of people this does help for myself i found that when i'm talking to people online even if it's on a zoom call with my video on I feel far more comfortable than I would speaking to someone in person. I think it's the fact that I'm behind a screen and it provides me the safety mechanism that I need. And for me that is enough to actually show up and speak to the people that I really want to speak to or build a community or talk to people around me and build online visibility because connection is a huge part of building your personal brand. So let's dive into what should you do if you're shy? and you want to build an online presence you want to build visibility you want to build your personal brand you want to get recognition you want to get known but if you're shy how do you go about it if you have a fundamental fear of people you're afraid of opening up you're afraid of getting to know people you're kind of feeling awkward how do you go about connecting with people and building your personal brand so people can actually start to get to know you and also start to gravitate towards you now in my opinion this always has to start from the inside because when it comes to building an online presence you're essentially building a perception you're building an idea in someone's mind about who you are you're building feelings in their heart of who you are as a person they need to think or feel something when they come across your content or they come across your name or they come across something that is original from you 
So when you are kind of looking from the outside in, from the perspective of other people to you, you have to really think about what do you want to show them? What are you going to project to them that they are going to internalize and have a perception about you? And ironically, although we just said it's from the outside in, for you personally, because you are the projector, it's from the inside out. So the first thing that us shy people need to do in order to build a strong personal brand is to fortify our belief system. Yes, fortify our belief system. And what I mean by this is you need to get very clear on what your values are and what you stand for, because you may not be thinking about this day to day, especially if you spend a lot of time by yourself. If you spend a lot of time alone, if you're engrossed in your books or your work or things that you are interested in, you have to really, really take a step back and look at yourself zoomed out. Like, who am I as a person? What do I stand for? What do I really want from life? How do I see the world as a whole? What would I like to see happen? What are my grand visions for this world? If I can do anything at all in life, what would that be and why? The main thing to understand here is identifying your big why. And you'll have some kind of symptoms of this. If you're feeling uh, a bit disjointed, or if you're feeling as if you're not in alignment, so to speak, and things start feeling as if there's a bit of friction and you're just kind of surviving instead of thriving, you'll see whether your why is in alignment with who you really are as a person. And I've found that usually when your why is not in line with who you are as an individual, there will be friction. You'll start feeling a bit of discontentment. You'll start feeling as if you're jaded. You'll start feeling as if you're in Groundhog Day doing the same thing every single day and wondering what the point is of everything. That is a huge indication that you need to find your real why and you need to go towards it. So that's the first thing I would say to everyone, whether you're a shy person or not, but especially for us shy and anxious people. If you're really, really inside your head, to a point where you can't clearly see yourself, it's time to take a step back and look at your belief system and look at who are you as a real individual, as a unique individual. And unfortunately, this might require you to go to some deep, dark places. This may be triggering to a lot of people. There might be a lot in the background and a lot hidden away, maybe lots of trauma that might need to come to the surface and might need to be addressed. Because if this is something that we file away and we forget who we are as people, we start living as shells of ourselves. We start living as illusions of ourselves rather than who we really are as people. And when we're trying to project an authentic version of ourselves for other people to see, it's very important that we are aware of who we are as people. What you show is entirely up to you. You do not have to air your dirty laundry or show things about yourself that you're not comfortable with. But if you're not even aware of who you are, it's going to lead to a very listless feeling where you're kind of aimlessly drifting, trying to find your place in the world. And doing this publicly is going to bring a lot of angst rather than addressing this firstly head on before you even start venturing out into the world. So my biggest, biggest advice to us shy folks would be to fortify our belief system before we set out online and try to build our personal brand. The next thing I would say, and this is 
a, a piece of advice that people give all the time to niche down, you know, try to find your niche, try to find your people, etc. And although people say this a lot, they say it for a reason. So I always advise people to get specific. And I mean being specific in all areas, being specific in what you're talking about, being specific in who you're talking to, being specific in what you're going to say, being specific in the lesson that you're imparting to them, being specific in the problem that you're solving for them. There needs to be specificity, not only for the audience to understand what you stand for, but also for you. Because here's what I found when it comes to creating content or trying to show up online is that if it's too broad and it's too open-ended and there's too much of everything, it starts feeling like you are at a buffet. And when you're at a buffet, although on the surface it might seem like there are so many choices to choose from and, you know, the world is your smorgasbord and there's so much to do or consume, it becomes extremely difficult for you to know where to begin or what to do because there is no one lane, there is no one path. It's as if it's an open field and you can run amok. But this is not good when you're trying to build a personal brand that is going to be sticky, that is going to be prevalent in your consumers or customers or audience's mind. You don't want that because from a very positioning point of view, what positioning essentially is, I'll just say this really quickly, is your place in a marketplace. Whatever field you choose, where are you in comparison to other people in the field in that marketplace? So this is in comparison to other people. If there are no other people in the marketplace, you simply have no positioning. So when it comes from a positioning point of view, your audience member has only limited capacity to slot you somewhere. Their mind is like a box and within the box, they have several boxes and every single box is labeled and they need to label you somehow. So if you're starting from a very broad point of view, they really don't know where to slot you. And, and I've said this before, the biggest enemy of showing up online and creating content is confusion because you do not want to cause confusion in your audience's mind. But this also helps you from a creation point of view. Because there is clarity to begin with on what you're going to say and what you're going to talk about, this gives you leeway on getting creative, on finding new angles to talk about this. Because if you know enough about a certain field and you're quite clear on who you'll be talking to, it's very easy to get inside their minds and understand what they would be needing to hear or what life lessons you can impart in regards to this specific subject or this specific lane or this specific area or phase of life. But if you're not being specific, if you're too broad, if there is really no structure to your thoughts or method to your madness, so to speak, it's going to start feeling like a performance because you're going to try and throw things at the wall and hoping that it sticks. But that's not a sustainable way to show up or to create content because your goal is to get known, but not just get known. You want to get known for something specific. You want them to know you as the something person, whether it's the vegan person or the recipe person or the dog grooming person. It does not really matter what lane you choose, but you must pick one lane. And then when you speak about one specific subject, 
in several different ways, but to one specific person with one specific outcome. This gives you the ability to talk about this from several different perspectives and also allows you to solidify and cement yourself in your audience's mind. And this is what leads to expert status. Because you get known as someone who knows so much about this subject, they start seeking you out, they start thinking that you are the person to go to, and here's the kicker. It doesn't feel like a performance. Because you're not being broad, because you're not coming at this from a very vast perspective where you're just trying everything and see what really works, you're coming at this from a very targeted and very specific point of view that is going to stick. Because, here's the thing about marketing. Marketing is about repetition, and it takes about seven times for you to say the same thing to the same audience member for it to remember you. And if you do this for a very long time, they really have no choice but to remember you. And at the end of the day, this is what you want. You want them to get to know you for that specific subject that you choose and for them to become a loyal audience member to you. And if you're shy, this helps you several ways because you're not performing, you're very specific and you don't have to think too much anymore because you know what you're going to be talking about. And the people that you'll be focusing on, they are people who are your people. You know, they're people who love what you talk about. They're people who are tuning into what you have to say about this subject because they're passionate about what you say and that's exactly what you want. They're exactly like you. Maybe a few steps behind you or maybe people who just love to hear what you have to say, but they are your people. So it feels less daunting. And that, my friend, is a gift if you can have that. So I would always suggest to people to get really specific about what they're talking about and to whom and to really start owning that space. Now, the next thing I would say when it comes to owning is to own your voice. And this is so cliched. So many people say, find your voice, you know, go out there, find it, my friend, find it. And I agree. <laughs> but I won't say find your voice. I would say discover your voice because your voice is already there. Your voice is already there. You have unique opinions already. You have thoughts, you have opinions, you have ideas, you know, you have experiences. You have all of it already, but it's internal. And when you're shy, when you spend so much time alone, when you don't express yourself often, when you don't talk to people often, all of this remains inside. So the actual act of voicing your opinion, the actual act of talking about it, the actual act of showing up and saying this to the world, this is very alien. It might be very clear in your mind, but articulating these thoughts might feel alien. The act of speaking might feel alien. The act of maybe writing, expressing might feel alien. So talking, writing, expressing, all of these are ways to clarify your thoughts and clarifying your voice. And in the meantime, it'll help you rediscover that personality in the way you speak as well. Because a lot of people, when they're scared to express themselves, the way they show up is in a scared manner. They're afraid of kind of owning that personality that they have. They're scared of showing emotion in the way that they speak. Or they're scared of deviating from just the substance of what they're saying. While all of that is important, what's also important is to own who you really are when you're speaking. 
It's to own every single emotion that comes up. It's to own the loudness. It's to own the timidness. It's to own any way that you are expressive. That is what makes you you. It doesn't matter how it comes out, but it's important that it does come out. But when you're never expressing yourself, when you've kept it inside forever, for months or years on end, it's going to become hard for you to even identify how to articulate yourself because it's going to come out jumbled. It's going to come out unclear. It's going to come out scared. But the idea is for it to come out. It may take some practice, but that's okay. You can even speak to yourself in the privacy of your own home without anybody listening. But as long as you are expressing yourself and you are owning that voice that is so uniquely and beautifully you, people need to see this version. People do not need to see a curated version of who you are. But if that's what needs to happen to begin with, that's fine. As long as you are saying it, as long as you're voicing it, as long as you're putting it out there for people to listen to. But owning that voice unapologetically, I know this can feel hard. I know feeling unapologetic can feel extremely difficult because sometimes we internalize this. But owning that voice and claiming the right to your voice is going to lead to you feeling distinct. It's going to feel as if you're owning your individuality and something that people cannot take away from you. But if you're not owning your voice, you're going to feel like a fraud in your own body. And that's what you don't want. You want to make sure that whatever you're saying is coming from the inside, from you, and you have full right to express it. So start owning your own voice, start owning your thoughts, opinions, ideas, and start articulating them and do not be afraid to articulate them. That brings me to my next point. Do not fear backlash. I'm going to say that again. Do not fear backlash. Depending on how you grew up or what your background was like, you may have had some repercussions for speaking up. Or you may have been hidden or silent because you felt that it was safer to be silent. You may have thought that speaking up brings a lot of negative consequences. Or you may have thought that not saying something is safer. I want you to know that you have full right to show up online and speak up. No one is going to punish you for speaking up online. No one is going to come for you if you say something online. No one is going to banish you or punish you if you post something online. I really want you to understand this because if the fear is deep-rooted and has become our identity to the point where we think that the outside space, even online, is extremely dangerous and you should not speak up, I want you to know that it is safe. I want you to know that nothing bad will happen. No repercussions will happen. No one is going to punish you. No one is going to do anything to you to endanger your safety. You are safe. I'm going to repeat this. You are safe. So do not fear backlash. Do not fear that people are going to come for you if you show up and speak up because you have a right to do so. The internet is a level playing field. Everyone deserves to be here. Are there bad people around? Yes, but bad people are everywhere. This does not negate your right to be here or your right to to speak up and say whatever you want to say. In my opinion, as long as you're being respectful and you're not hurting other people, you have full right to say whatever you want to say. 
You have full right to impart your wisdom, to share your story, to share content, to be entertaining, whatever you would like to impact your audience with. You have a right to do that. And then it's the audience's decision on whether they want to take something away from you or not. You cannot control what other people think. You cannot control what they're going to take away. You can't control the perception that they're going to build. But what you can control is the things you say and how you say them. And you have a right to say them. You are allowed to say them. You're allowed to create content. You're allowed to be here. So if you're fearing backlash and thinking that you are not allowed to be online and that something bad will happen if you do, I'm here to tell you unequivocally that nothing bad will happen. Use this as blanket permission to show up and say whatever you want to say. And my friend, do not apologize for having your thoughts and your opinions. You have a right to your experiences. You have a right to anything that you have learned. You have a right to share whatever you want to share as long as you're not hurting other people. You don't have to apologize for showing up. You don't have to apologize for sharing content. You don't have to apologize for being funny or having a certain type of personality. You don't have to apologize for being you. You are amazing, beautiful, unique the way you are. And you are allowed to be out there sharing your truth. People will line up to hear what you have to say. You should not be apologizing for having these thoughts. You do not have to please anyone online. You do not have to apologize for anything that you have to say. Because your worth is not determined by them being pleased by you. Your worth is not determined by how much they like you. Your worth is not determined by how they're going to respond to you. No. You have inherent worth. You already have the worth. You do not have to try hard to win anyone's approval. And you do not have to apologize to anyone who does not align with your beliefs. You just need to remember this. There is nothing wrong with the way you're sharing anything. You do not have to apologize. But I always say it's good to remain grounded and it's good to remain humble and it's good to remain open to learning. Because every single day, you're going to be learning something new, not only about yourself, but also about other people and the world at large. And one goal you should always have for yourself is to always be evolving. You should always be growing. You should always be adding to your knowledge. You should always be adding to your growth as a human being. So this comes with keeping your eyes and ears open, you know, being very grounded being very humble because if someone is giving you feedback that is very different from someone giving you criticism it really just depends on how you internalize that because if someone is saying that they're having trouble understanding something that is an indicator that maybe it's too complex for them but if someone is saying that they really don't agree with what you're saying that's an indication that they don't share your values that does not make anybody wrong but it does really depend on how you take both of these statements so if you're really choosing to stay close-minded and never change, this is an indicator that you have a fixed mindset instead of a growth mindset. And you always want to choose growth. It's going to lead to new discoveries for you. It's going to lead to more growth, more confidence, because you're learning as you go. You're making mistakes as you go. You're adding feedback. You're adding experiences. And this is what you want. Because this is the beauty of the internet. 
There is so much knowledge out there that it's extremely easy to gain feedback and to understand how you can even become a better, more improved person. One thing you never want to do is stay static. Because staying static, staying stuck is the same thing as having stunted growth. You don't want to spend a year, two years, three years and then feeling it in the same space. You should be evolving as a human being. You should be learning. You should be growing. So this is one thing that I'll always say to people is do not let other people's opinions sway you or change you as a person, but always remain open to learning. Always remain open-minded. Always remain open to understanding what is working, what is not working. If it's not working, why? Is it working? Why? What is resonating? What is really connecting? What are people gravitating towards? And how can you grow as a human being? What can you learn? These are all very, very amazing, beautiful lessons that can only come from people hearing what you have to say. That's why staying hidden, staying invisible, not saying what you need to say, not expressing your message is an extremely dangerous place to be because it gives you the illusion of safety and tells you that nothing bad is going to happen. At the same time, it's keeping you very enclosed. It's keeping you completely concealed. And this is dangerous. So if you're shy, my friend, I really hope that this was helpful to you today. You are not alone. I really have to tell you this because you are in good company. So many of us are shy. We are anxious. We have a lot of self-doubt. But we have so much value to give to others. We have so much to provide. We have so much to impart. We have so much to share. But so many of us are not even aware of this value that we have. So many of us don't even believe that we have something of substance to say. That we think, what is the point? Why would I even do this? This seems hard. This, this seems so complicated. This is ridiculous. Why am I even doing this? But most of the time it's because of lack of clarity and self-belief. If we don't believe we have something to say, we're not going to say it. So the only way to do this is to make sure our values are solid, find that specific message that we'd love to share with other people, not just other people, but the specific set of people we'd like to reach, and then doing the hardest thing and saying it. It might seem hard, and I'm not going to lie, it is hard, but the reward on the other side is a completely changed life. I assure you that if you choose to show up online and build your personal brand as a shy individual, your life will change in the best way possible. Best way possible. I guarantee it. So if you're listening today and if this resonated with you, I truly, truly invite you to create your first post and post it publicly. Yes, publicly. You can do this, my friend. I hope that you enjoy this episode and I will speak to you next time. Have a great day. And with that note, I'm going to end this episode. I hope this was useful. If you're an introverted entrepreneur, professional, service provider, or coach, and you're trying to get visible online, but there are insecurities that are stopping you, come find me on Instagram at Seema Batavia. Reach out to me with any questions or concerns. I'm always happy to hear from you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. And please stay safe.